And welcome to our Delaware Valley. I'm Laura Lewis, and with us today, Danielle D. Leo Kim. She is the executive director of Philadelphia 250. Welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. We've got a big party coming up in just a few short years. Can you tell us what is Philadelphia 250? Absolutely. Philadelphia 250 is the nonprofit organization recognized by the city of Philadelphia to help lead and organize the city's celebration of the 250th anniversary of American independence. And that happens in 2026. A lot is coming up in 2026. This city is going to be hopping because, of course, we've got other big events. Um, Major League Baseball will be here. We've got soccer coming. We'll talk about that as we go on. But is is it too soon or to be worrying about 2026? Uh, I think we're not worrying about 2026. We're excited about 2026. Um, And no, it's not too soon. These these once in a life, once in a generation opportunity come along really only every 50 years. So planning um, for something this significant does take a number of years to start thinking about that. And that's what we've been doing at Philadelphia 250. So no, it's not too soon. We are the official host city for, how do you pronounce the 250? It's the The semi-quin centennial. Semiquin Centennial. I'm going to write it down. And I'll never get it again. So we're just going to keep going with the 250th birthday. So um, uh, we are the official host city. And, and it, who recognized us as that? So there is a federal commission called America 250 that is responsible for planning and organizing how the whole country is going to recognize this 250th milestone in 2026. There are a, a number of cities that from a historical perspective, are really critical to our country's founding and our country's history. Philadelphia, of course, being, in our opinion, the most important one. So uh, there are other important cities that um, will also be hosting events, but Philadelphia will be really the premier center stage for national events that happen related to the 250th in 2026. I jokingly alluded to a big party, but mm-hmm. but this is actually the opportunity for the city of Philadelphia to make a lasting impact on us moving forward after that. I mean, we just look at Memorial Hall. We look at these things that they were there for this, the Centennial Expo back in 1876, and they're still standing today. This is an opportunity for us to, again, accomplish a lot of great things for the community and the people who live here. Absolutely. Yes, that's that's completely right, Laura. Um, every one of these major uh, anniversaries that have happened starting at 1876 for the centennial, 1926, which was the sesquicentennial, um, 1976 for the bicentennial, and now 2026. They all left significant buildings or monuments, bridges. Um, I'm happy to tell you what some of those things are in a moment. Um, so for 2026, we knew that the right approach would be about community impact and potential legacy that would leave positive influence and positive impact on our neighborhoods in Philadelphia. So we have a program that is um, about developing uh, legacy projects for 2026. Now, that's a different program altogether, though, and and you have it winnowed down now to a select organizations in this city. And we'll, we will talk about that, too, because okay. you're going to announce the, the actual winners. There are big grants involved with this, too. Um, this is going to have an, a lasting impact on a lot of community groups and a lot of communities here. Right. And um, our approach is that we want the whole city to be engaged. So 
somewhat unlike what has happened on, on the past anniversaries where there's been a, a very targeted six-month expo in a discrete location, such as the Centennial in West Fairmount Park, which happened in 1876, or in FDR Park uh, for the sesquicentennial for 2026, we're looking at making sure that there's activities all over the city. We really want um, this to be an opportunity to showcase the diversity of people, of our neighborhoods, of our cultural assets, our heritage assets, our public spaces that are all over the city. So we are at Philadelphia 250 really leading a movement that will inspire small cultural organizations, neighborhood groups, larger uh, institutions, higher ed um, schools to think about what types of programs, tours, exhibits they want to put together for 2026 that we will help promote and we will help uh, drive audiences to so that people can go experience new places in the city. Is this a city limits or celebration or will the neighborhoods around us be participating in, in programming? So Philadelphia 250, our purview and our mission is to stay within the county boundary of Philadelphia because just just planning a, a, a commemoration and celebration for 1.5 million people is enough <laughs> for us. But I do know that there are very active counties around us. And the counties in Pennsylvania in particular are working with the state commission, which is called America 250 PA. So America 250 PA is helping to organize all the other 66 counties, 67 counties across the Commonwealth to do things for 2026. We're focused specifically on the county of Philadelphia. And this is going to be a year, year-long year event. Yeah. I mean, we I again, this is an opportunity for Philadelphia to really shine on the national and international stage. So why limit um, this to just being, uh, you know, a two-week period of time around Fourth of July? Let's really use the whole breadth of the year of 2026. And all of the fantastic annual events that happen in Philadelphia can start to be thinking about what their themes might be or how they might position something like the flower show for 2026 for the 250th, or even how perhaps something as simple as the Broad Street Run might have a 250th vibe to it that year. So we really um, we want the whole year to be really robust with activities across the city that will um, have people thinking and reflecting on what this 250th anniversary means to them. You briefly touched on the world here. Zabeth T. Luxing was in from Global Philadelphia just, just a few weeks ago, and we touched on this just very briefly. And And Philadelphia, as a world heritage city, already has world-class standing. But this is going to really bring us to world attention for that year and and in the months leading up to this. This is going to be a big boon for us economically, isn't it? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I I certainly hope so. And and we, of course, believe that it will be. I do think from an international perspective, the most uh, significant and truly wonderful opportunity that Philadelphia is going to have is through the through the FIFA World Cup games that will be played in Philadelphia in the summer of 2026. Of course, we don't know the exact timing of those. Those that'll be forthcoming. But and I know that the the media impact of having the international soccer football community looking at the games that will be happening in Philadelphia will be tremendous for boosting the city's um, image and visibility all across the world. 
And of course, those who already know about Philadelphia will be will be thrilled to see us on the stage. And then hopefully there'll be some new uh, people in far flung places that will be curious and want to come to Philadelphia to, to learn more. And we are so easily accessible because you can drive here and we're a drivable city and a walkable city with great transportation. So mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of faces in this year. Yeah, absolutely. Philadelphia is really strategically, not intentionally, but it is in a great strategic location. Um, We are within a a very large percentage of the population of the country within like a six hour drive. I believe a quarter of the population can actually get to Philadelphia. So um, whether you're driving, taking the train or flying here, we hope to be very welcoming to you um, with all of the things we'll have to offer. And we're going to be offering a lot more because uh, World Cup and Major League Baseball as well. I understand. Correct. Yeah. What's... Major League Baseball uh, will have their all-star game at Citizens Bank Park on July 7th, 2026. So all of you uh, baseball fans out there, mark your date, mark your calendar now. And I should also say that um, for those of us who will have a responsibility of trying to understand what date uh, July 4th will be in 2026, it is a Saturday. So it's a great day for the country to take a day off, <laughs> take a few days off, ideally. Um, celebrate where you are. And of course, if you are able, come to Philadelphia because this is the place to be. I'm going to assume then that people are still or organizations are still making their plans to make Philly that their yes. location for that year. We might hear other sporting teams come or, you know, uh, leagues. We might hear other organizations planning big things here. Yes, Um I do know that the major, some of the major museums in Philadelphia are already working on their exhibits for 2026, and I believe some of them think are planning to actually launch exhibits prior to 2026. And uh, we like to say at Philadelphia 250 that 2026 begins in 2024 because our friends at Carpenters Hall um, are recognizing the 250th anniversary of the first Continental Congress at Carpenters Hall in 2024 because that con- that first Continental Congress met in 1774 to discuss the ideas of forming a new country. Um, so they are planning uh, also large national events in Philadelphia in 2024, specifically with youth, and we're happy to support them. And that's really going to be the kickoff for when the public will start to see more programming, We'll start to see museums releasing exhibits such as the National Constitution Center, Museum of the American Revolution. I'm sure I know the Philadelphia Museum of Art is actually a legacy institution from the centennial. Its first home was in Memorial Hall. Memorial Hall was built as an art gallery um, and it was intended to be a permanent building that would remain after the centennial when all of the other buildings from the centennial exhibition were te- built to be temporary and removed. So or relocated. Some of them were actually relocated. Um, So there are a number of institutions that are celebrating their own um, anniversaries. So uh, additionally, the African-American Museum of Philadelphia is and the Mann Center, um, Mann Center for Performing Arts, are both legacy institutional projects from the Bicentennial. So they both have 50th year birthdays or anniversaries um, in 2026. And we know that they are excited and planning capital improvements and exhibitions to showcase where they've been over the last 50 years and, of course, where they hope to go. So you've mentioned the men, the Philadelphia Museum of Art, uh, National Constitution Center, and the Museum of the American Revolution. So you've got a lot of partners working towards this, and you all have a common goal. Is that is that it? Did you, you sat down and said, this is what we want to accomplish here? We are we are sitting down and still having those conversations with partners. We, we lead a, a fairly robust group of 
uh, what I like to call early adopters of 2026. And those, for the most part, are um, institutions, museums, um, some city departments, and some of the the really important critical uh, tourism agencies, such as Wawa Welcome America and Visit Philly, who get together on a, on a pretty regular basis to talk about 2026 and what are the key things that we need to be aligned around. So, um, yes, I mean, it's, it's a very... Um, it's a big responsibility, and everyone, of course, um, wants to seize 2026 as their own opportunity. And But at the same time, I do really believe that there is a collaborative spirit about making sure that Philadelphia is seen as a welcoming place, that the histories and the experiences that um, and the events that happen here will be truly inclusive for everyone. Mm-hmm. That is a, a central tenant that uh, we're all working towards is about diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, that 2026 can be the most transformational and inclusive anniversary that our country has ever experienced. And that's our goal at Philadelphia 250 is about is about transformation, which is about um, leaving behind legacies that will uh, positively impact the future. And then inclusive programming that invites the whole city um, residents and, of course, visitors. I got lost in my own question when I was asking about the partnerships. Are they talking about what they're going to be doing and how are they making it their own? And do you have common goals? And I know that some of your tenants that I got from um, materials I've read about you over there, shared prosperity, histories, revolutionary actions, and the pursuit of happiness. Are those like the four pillars? So, um, yes, we're still in the process of figuring out. We're, We're offering those four themes to um, partners who want to grab onto them and use them for their own inspiration and programming. So the four that you just mentioned, shared prosperity, revolutionary actions, people's histories, and pursuit of happiness are themes that Philadelphia 250 developed with internal and external partners to um, serve as these organizing themes for 2026. They are... um, themes and values that Philadelphia 250 is using in our own programming, and we are offering them to other um, organizations and institutions who want to use them for their own. I do know that like some members of the of um, the parks community said, we love pursuit of happiness because pursuit of happiness really resonates with parks, right? People go to the park to have fun. Um, I had a conversation a few weeks ago with the life sciences um, group and I suggested to them that perhaps revolutionary actions would be something that would resonate with their group and to think about what are all of the um, kind of revolutionary moments, um, ideas and actions that have happened in Philadelphia just from a medical or a life science perspective. In this in this city, it's pretty tremendous, you know, yeah. starting all the way back with like Black Doctors Row on Christian on Christian Street, or you can think about Benjamin Rush, or you can think about what were even Ayla Stanford and what she did um, with the black uh, COVID doctors during the pandemic. So, um, and then of course, we're like a leader in gene therapy and those types of things. So you could put together a really robust experience of revolutionary actions just around medical and life sciences in Philadelphia without really thinking too hard. Um, So we're really hoping that these themes will inspire um, different sectors to think about how can we create some of our own programming, showcase the great things that we are doing here um, under these themes. And then, of course, you know, others will will do their own unique um, uh, programming. And uh, we hope that all of it will come under the Philadelphia 250 banner and logo, which is what we'll, we'll be slowly rolling out um, 
as things start to codify. Hey, if you're just joining us, this is our Delaware Valley. I'm Laura Lewis, and with us today, Danielle DeLeo Kim. She is the executive director for Philadelphia 250. And if you'd like to find out more information about what we are talking about, whether it's to find out about um, opportunities for partnerships, events, uh, you're a community organization, you're an educator, whatever, go to philadelphia250.us, philadelphia250.us. I just mentioned education, and this is an amazing opportunity to not just share the Philadelphia story, but the story of the people who are Philadelphians. And and you mentioned diversity, and you can't find a city that is more worldly than Philadelphia. Our communities are strong and vibrant and uh, want to be a part of this, I suspect. Oh, absolutely. Um and that, that is really why we are um, focusing on making sure that this is a citywide opportunity. Um, one of the, in terms of um, uh, being able to highlight the diversity of our people in the city, one of the things that we want to do is a, a program that we have, an area called Share Your Stories. And Share Your Stories um, is really about lifting up untold and undertold stories of histories and history that people might not know, things that you walk by every day in Philadelphia or places that you may go um, that you don't know what had happened there in the past because some of our histories have been erased, some of them have been intentionally erased, right, or some of them are just not well known. So we want to make sure that particularly historically marginalized communities, whether that's Native Americans, um, Blacks, African Americans, LGBTQ, women, that the histories of the critical things that they did to help move um, our city and our country forward are told. And then also to deal with things that are scary and that were terrible and challenging. We are not shying away about the breadth of histories that happen in Philadelphia. And we want to make sure that um, everyone's stories can be told so that we truly have a broader, uh, a more fuller contextual understanding of our history. Because Philadelphia history is American history. Um, and let me just say one other thing on that while I'm while I'm talking. Um, the the board chair of Philadelphia 250 is former governor and former mayor Ed Rendell, and there is no greater booster of Philadelphia than um, Governor Rendell. And it's been a real honor and play, privilege for me to get to work with him over the last few years. One of his um, very special um, ideas that he wants to do for 2026 is to make sure we talk about how C- Philadelphia is known as a city of first and to really highlight all of the things that Philadelphia has done. And you can start with a pretty easy list of the things we all know, like first library, first fire station, first hospital. Um, you can, um, but the, when you start really going deeper into those lesser known firsts, those are really important. So we're actually going to be, if you start following us on our social media this fall, um, you can find us at Philadelphia 250 on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We're going to start highlighting um, little tidbits of firsts that uh, you may or may not know about Philadelphia. And then uh, we're going to start the next idea iteration of this. We'll be asking people to share their own Philly first. What was your first job, your first date, your first teacher who inspired you, the first time you felt like you really belonged here, your first apartment experience. So we're going to then start cataloging Philadelphia's own firsts as well. Oh, is that part of the shared stories? That'll then? be part of Share Your Stories. We, we all know that a lot of history is lost to wrecking balls, lost intentionally, unintentionally. So how will this help these communities 
for the next 50 years after Philadelphia 250. Right. So, I th- well, we all have a responsibility to play in that going forward. And that's why we do have a program. Our program, Share Your Stories, is to make sure we're capturing the diversity and the things that have been lost. Uh, we want to document them. We're certainly working with, I mean, we are not a history organization. And Philadelphia, as you know, has many, many tremendous, um, important history um, museums and societies that have unbelievable treasures of, of our city that, that will be shared. And um, I'm, ha- I'm ex- very excited to be working with them as they, as they plan their own exhibits. So what we can do um, at Philadelphia 250 is to capture, um, is to share some of those stories that others have um, to capture new stories and to make sure that everyone feels included. Um, the from a shared prosperity perspective, one of the um, other program areas that we're working on is called Leave a Legacy, and Leave a Legacy really goes to this idea of how are we making sure our neighborhoods are stronger? What types of programs and projects can Philadelphia 250 help move along and what things are already going on in our community today that we can lift up or that we could strategically advance to get done and accomplished by 2026. So I know that there are housing organizations out there that are trying to scale up their uh, the number of home repairs. I know that um, CHOP is out there working with Habitat for Humanity in particular to remove um, asthma-inducing irritants in people's homes so that people aren't getting sick, so it reduces the number of times people have to use the emergency room as their a point of contact for, medicine, for medical care. So there are projects that are already going on in this city that are truly making our neighborhood stronger, and I think that what we would like to do at Philadelphia 250 is to build this legacy community, build a community of organizations, not just uh, nonprofits, but nonprofits and businesses that are working on significant strategic initiatives that make Philadelphia stronger. We have a role in that through our Leave a Legacy program. And that program um, started at the beginning of this year in 2022, where we put out a call for ideas for uh, asking the public for neighborhood impact projects that they think would help make Philadelphia stronger. In June, we announced 11 semifinalist teams that had ideas about what those projects would be, and they are now working with us um, to develop those projects over the next four months. And then in December, we're going to announce a f- the final selection of those 11 projects um, with a an showcase that will happen um, on December 14th and a fundraiser that will happen that evening as well. So it's a public, both are public events, and we would welcome you to come December 14th. The projects, the semifinalist projects, really are a breadth of different ideas on making the city stronger. And I'm happy to share with you what those are if, if you're oh, interested. Yes. <laughs> so um, some of those are, some of those are um, capital projects and some of them are social projects. The uh, one particular project that we're excited about is a um, – a cultural center that could serve as a hub for Native American and indigenous people. They're looking at um, what it would take to create a physical center for Native Americans uh, in Philadelphia because there is actually no physical place um, to actually go and learn about um, indigenous people in in our area. So that's a project that's happening. Um, There's a project around play that um, is about uh, teaching history about underrepresented heroes and social activism in Philadelphia that is that Smith Memorial Playground is working on. Um, there is a project around telling our music history 
through a heritage trail that would go through different neighborhoods of Philadelphia, highlighting all of the really tremendous people um, and musicians that have come out of Philadelphia that, again, we don't spend enough time celebrating in Philadelphia. There's projects around bicycle hubs. There's a project around student mentoring, um, cultural indigenous or cultural um, uh, and food commercial corridors coming together. So real breadth of different things. Our legacy for the 50 years, will we have a, a, a bridge or a sculpture or any physical piece to? I didn't think to ask that. <laughs> so um, we're not that I know of right now. But I would love to think that yes, there, that can happen. Um, there are some there are some ideas out there. Um, the the dollars, as we all know, are not necessarily aligned for those kinds of things. But I will not say I will certainly not say no to any of it. And um, just for a moment, my my background is architecture and urban planning. So I and I, I can, I'm happy to share how I came to this job. But I really um, am committed to making sure that what we leave behind, whether it's physical or whether it's social. Um, or civic is really about moving the city forward. So I'm, I, I really hope there's some really tremendous projects that happen. Very quickly, how did you get involved? Because then I want to know, how can we get involved with this? And, and it could be anything from volunteering to giving you money. <laughs> sure. So I, I mean, I found my way uh, to the executive director of Philadelphia 250 through um, through my, ba- my background as, as being an urban planner and having worked on very large planning initiatives across the city for over 25 years now. Um, and one of the first projects I did as a, as a young planner was the Centennial District Master Plan in 2005. And that had a 20-year master plan vision that would culminate in 2026. So since 2005, I've actually been thinking about 2026. So I'm thrilled to uh, be helping to lead this initiative and work with all of the really key partners for us to have a great celebration in 2026. This has been virtually your entire professional life has been towards this time, but now it's it's not too late for us to jump on board, though. How do we get involved? If I'm hearing this now, what can I do? Absolutely. So we're still three and a half years out. Um, so again, there's there are some opportunities, but we'll, they'll be increasing every single year. First of all, we would love to have volunteers help us on our events that we that we have planned and to help you find other opportunities that might be related to what we are doing. If you are interested in that, please come to our website, philadelphia250.us. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to be collecting stories for our Share Your Stories program about your own Philly first. So you might want to be thinking about what that could be. Um, you'll find information about that on our website and also on social media as we roll that out. Um, of course, if you'd like to support us financially, we're a nonprofit and we're always looking uh, for financial support. We have a donation level as low as $20.26, which you can do directly on our website um, or as much as you would like to give. And we will be very thankful for that. Um, so please you know, stay tuned with what we're doing. And you are welcome to join us in December as well at our showcase of the final legacy projects and also um, the evening party that would follow that as well. Um, if you'd like to join our newsletter, you can also sign up for the newsletter. On our website, we send out a monthly newsletter that keeps folks um, engaged with what we're doing uh, and opportunities to learn more. All of that is at philadelphia250.us. I started this off with saying, well, 2026 is going to be a big blast. It's going to be a party for us. Two-minute warning. Um, briefly, tell us, what do you see 2026 being like for us, us residents, us Philadelphians? I see 
many weekends be, uh, across the year of 2026, of course, days as well, but weekends where you will know to go to a certain neighborhood because there's going to be special program activities. There are going to be businesses that are going to be offering products or services that might be happening in Germantown or happening in West Philly, and you'll want to go there for a particular weekend. So there will be weekends throughout the whole year where there will be, we'll be focusing on different areas of the city. As you, you know, so you'll see kind of a little spattering of things across the city. And then there'll be big moments where something like the flower show will happen or something like Wawa Welcome America. The month of June and July will be gangbusters in Philadelphia. We'll have uh, FIFA World Soccer Games. We will have a national uh, convening event here in Philadelphia. And then there will be the Major League Soccer, um, excuse me, the Major League All-Star Game as well in July. Not to mention Independence National Historic Park, the 4th of July, Wawa Welcome America Festival. Those two months will be gangbusters. But we do know that there will be lots of other fun weekends and other things happening throughout the year. We're going to be happy to be Philadelphians in 2026. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't want to leave. You want to be here in 2026. <laughs> so so start cleaning up your guest rooms and getting those sleeper sofas now because the world will be coming to Philadelphia for 2026. And, uh, and of course, to learn more about absolutely everything we've talked about today from the schedule that they already have in place, uh, great events like December 14th when the Legacy uh, finalists will, uh, winners will be announced. You'll find out more about Carpenter's Hall and their plans for 2024, how to volunteer, how to be a part of the Shared Stories projects, all of it, how to donate as well, all at philadelphia250.us. philadelphia250.us. Follow them on social media as well. Easy to find, Philadelphia 250. And my guest today is Executive Director Danielle DeLeo Kim. We expect to see you many times over the next three and a half years. I'll be here. And I'll be there, 2026. I'm Laura Lewis. This has been our Delaware Valley.